with my first record Shabu and with this the Shabu Strikes Back album I, I could see it in my mind like what they looked like before I'd even sent it to the label and stuff Yo T-Bone did you produce this? Sounds good right? My name is Don Leisure I'm a music producer based in Cardiff Wales I make left field experimental weird hip hop fused with jazz any kind of weird stuff fusion music I guess I'll visualize it all before I start you know and I'll have it worked out I think it's important to do that otherwise you just end up with like loads of just stuff on your computer do you know what I mean sometimes it's just passive listening and I'll just catch something and then other times I'll just be like actively like listening to stuff so you know I've got quite, pretty like broad taste in music listening to stuff all different stuff like all the time I was digging recently with um, Mr. Thing and we were going through like hundreds and hundreds of records and like we both see the same one at the same time and we look at each other and we're like you know there's going to be something on that right and he's like yeah you know it you just know it and it's just like it's just a picture of a woman's face on the cover, but like, there's just something about it that you could just know there's something on there. And there was something on there. It wasn't made, I've made something with it. It's just kind of like a sixth sense in a way. It was just, you know, it was just the luck of the draw. I used to be quite competitive. I raced like Earl Jeffers. We'd like race each other to the record fair in Bristol and that. And like, we see who get down there first. and go to this seller with, you know, you, you get to know the sellers and you know who's got the stuff you like, you try and get there first and stuff. But now I'm just have this attitude of like, whichever records the universe wants me to have is the ones I'm, I'll have. If, if I miss out on something, it, it, you know, it's, it wasn't meant to be. The Shabu record, you know, a lot of people, people write up about that and think like, oh yeah, he sampled loads of Bollywood records. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't actually listened to it because there's not that, there's no Bollywood samples on there really. It just looks like a Bollywood record. The radio samples, my uncle, I was at a barbecue at my uncle's house, not Shabu, he's dead now. But my other uncle who lives around the corner. I was at a barbecue at his house and he was just like, oh, do you want a, do you want a suitcase full of cassettes? I'm like, yeah, sure, sure thing. There was like religious cassettes in there, Bollywood cassettes, like 90s sort of pop. There was one radio uh, recording in there where, where they recorded a radio station, a pirate radio station called Sinai FM. It was a pirate radio station out of someone's house in Southall. It was pure amateur stuff. All those adverts were on there. They'd made all those adverts themselves. Last year, we revolutionized the fashion scene. Now we come back with more and more designs on Rani collections. Especially Dhoti Silvar. Trade inquiries welcome. Just call 74959. They eventually went on, got an FM license and became Sunrise Radio. They're now like the Indian, Asian radio station for the UK. They're massive. But they started off in this Sikh geezer's bedroom in uh, Southall. Those adverts, I was like listening to the tape and I'm like, were these done live or something? Because the geezer's like stuttering and he's saying stuff wrong. 
the radio jingles pe- people love those radio jingles people always say that that's kind of like what hooks people in and people have asked me about did I get them made for the for the album or like what are they and stuff Indian pirate radio yeah it's really weird I had to dig deep to get more for Shabu's back back like, I'm not sure if there's going to be another one because I haven't got any more of those and I feel like, I feel like they're kind of like integral to it So Shabu is my mother's brother. Uh, he's passed away quite a while ago now. My family used to say to me, like, oh, you know, he used to be in like movies and that. And so he got into kind of the Indian film industry once he'd moved to Canada. He was in like a couple of movies. When I say a couple, I mean like a couple. It didn't really work out like how he wanted it to work out. And then he ended up becoming like a truck driver and doing all these like other jobs and stuff like that. My mum just showed me those pictures, the pictures which I've used on the album covers. My mum took those pictures when she was on, she went to visit him on one of the sets. That made me think like, holy shit. Someone in my family has done something creative. My family's lovely, but they're all doctors accountants, finance, savants, typical Indian stuff. I'm like, not on that wavelength. It reassured me that there was someone in my family that did this like creative stuff. We used to play the tabla drums. And then one day I was driving around with him and he was like drumming away on the steering wheel. And I said, oh God, do you think I one day I could do music and stuff like that? And he got angry and he's like slammed the, the, the steering wheel. He's like, of course, it's in your blood. Maybe I could do it. Do you know what I mean? He's saying I can do it. And that's kind of like what sparked me off. When it came to like doing my first album, the boys were like, what do you want to call it? And what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to use this as the artwork, this picture, like a salute. And they were like, oh, let's expand on the idea and do this whole name it after him and do all this. Because his name was like, Nasser Barwani, but he thought it was too long for the screen, so he changed it to Shabu. So his legal name became like Nasser Shabu. When my mum seen the, when I showed her the record, the first one, and my mum's sister, who's now passed away uh, earlier this year, they like burst into tears and shit. DJ Mo Fingers, he did the artwork. And I said to him, bro, you realize you made like my family, like they're all, they're all weeping looking at this because they're saying like, he's finally made it to like the cover of, like, of something. Do you know what I mean? So they were saying like, you've realized his dream for him. And now like his photos on the cover of this record and it's all over like Europe and in Japan and all these different places. This has gone further than any of his movies did. Do you know what I mean? I like warm sounding music, you know? Although there is a place for like, distortion, tape saturation. So if I'm sampling stuff and I'm, I'm always making my drums and try, I'm trying to make stuff sound gritty. So I'll run samples through my samplers, SP404, SP606, 
got Akai S950. Sometimes I'll record things onto a cassette and then record it back into the computer just to color it and give it that sort of sound. I'm not one of these guys that's just like, oh, it's all got to be analog. Everything's got to be vinyl. No, like a lot of my samples are from digital. It's not all vinyl, but I don't discriminate. That Steel's Akusky record, it's all Russian, it's Soviet. I did this like hilarious gig in Estonia. When I was out there, I bought a bunch of records, got quite lucky with like what I'd picked up. It was just in this like random bookshop and stuff and it's snowing outside, you know, and a bunch of those ended up on Shabu. So I had a stack there and I went back and did another gig in Estonia and got more. And then there was this other Instagram dealer called Soviet Freestyle or something. And then there's another geezer called Fun KGB Beat or something like that. He sells records to like Mugs and Alchemist and all these guys, do you know what I mean? He basically goes out and finds like these Russian records that would be sample fodder. Turkish stuff, I find it a lot easier. I was going into the trenches to find stuff in Turkey, but like with Soviet stuff, I need people, I need like agents to get that for me. And uh, I did the stuff in Estonia was probably as far as I got. I'm glad I released it when I did, because it probably would have been a much harder sell once the war started with Ukraine. I'm just glad those all sold and they're all out of the way, like before all that happened. I'm taking a really cool sounding 10 seconds from four minutes of trash. That's how it is with the Russian tunes. But with like the Turkish ones, there's like loads of cool stuff there. But I'm, I'm kind of into that where I'm like, I'm more into like sampling a little cool bit from a, a song that's rubbish. Leisure sound, that robot voice. That was a piece of software I had when I was like 18. It's off a text and speech software on like my mum's PC. And I just had, I have still have that sample from then. And there, but there was like a robot function on it. And that robot voice, it's been used in a few like drum and bass tunes and stuff. I just think it sounds worse, like a wicked sounding one, like, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be able to recreate that. I wouldn't be able to get that saying anything else, but I just had it. And I had one that said like Dark House Family and I had one that said Don Leisure. I think uh, the Texas speech software is like evolved so much to find that like rudimentary version of it would probably be quite difficult, you know? Shabu and Shabu Strikes Back and Halal Cool J and Steel's Akuski, all of them. Like as the as you as the needle goes deeper into the record, or the way it like translates the bass frequencies diminishes or something like that. That's why sort of like a seven inch sounds a seven inch always sounds louder than a twelve inch. 
and that's why kind of like reggae is always on a seven because they get that like punchy sound and like those dubstep guys were all cutting stuff onto 10 inch because it's like you get more weight in it and i felt like on the shabu and halal cool j it wasn't really coming through and then i realized i was putting too much stuff on there so i tried to slim it down and the new one's got like 10 tracks but there's only seven on the track listing there's like two skits in there and then like an outro which is like an its own thing but i wanted it to be seven tracks because you've got seven chakras in the body i wanted it to be the artwork to be like a chakra map with the track listing to be like portrayed that way the turnaround was like really quick on this one they were like i handed it in and they were like yeah, you've got to come up with a title and artwork in the next sort of like couple of weeks. I kind of exercised that. I exercised the tape uh, advert samples, I think now. My style's evolved. My musical ability, my, you know, studio abilities and stuff I'm doing has evolved. So I'm just glad people are digging the sort of progression and they're not, no one's going like, yeah, I just wanted like Shabu 3 or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yo, T-Bone, did you produce this? Sounds good, right? <laughs> <laughs>